0: We've been doing this for five episodes. This will be the fifth official episode, Mambo number five. A little bit of bullshit in my life.
1: Blue Vega will release Na- Mambo number six once we're through the, the pandemic. <laughs> good effort. It's, it's...
0: <laughs> good effort. No, I want someone to write good effort on our, one of our podcasts <laughs> that isn't us. Please comment good effort if you've watched this one. <laughs> you will be quizzed in the next episode. Yes. So my boxer shorts haven't turned up yet. By the way, they you were know? supposed to turn up at half eleven, but that's my Hermes for you. They're just going to strap it to a dead pigeon and throw it through my window <laughs> or something.
1: Yeah, that's that's how all things should be delivered. Strapped to a dead animal.
0: It's a good use for them, I guess. This is coming from a vegan.
1: So you much prefer animals to be to be killed or found dead and then thrown through your window.
0: <laughs> With my parcel attached to them. I hasten to add. And a
1: little string. You've just got these boxes flying around behind them like some sort of drag chute to slow them down.
0: I would have to put them in the wash immediately before wearing them because it would just have bits of dead pigeon on it, like, oh
1: good. As will probably be uh, most of your walls will just have these smears over them. (laughs) Oh oh no! You there, I bet you've had it with other courier companies shocking ineptitude. Right? We've all been there, waiting for a parcel for days, only to be informed that it's been idly tossed in a neighbour's bin. Which bin? And whose neighbour you howl? Bet you're also sick of seeing so many dead animals just lying about the place and contributing nothing to society. Well friends, worry no more, because Deadfast delivery services have come up with a solution for both. That's right, our top science blokes have devised a method of rapid courier delivery via recently deceased wildlife, straight through your home orifices. Back in 2020, we showcased our patented pigeon propulsion postal system to resounding acclaim. Despite being very much dead, our postal pigeons still possess an active homing sensor with just a 2% error margin. Different regions have different needs, of course. So we've expanded our cadaver courier range to include badger, hedgehog, vole, and for a limited time only, seagull. What are you waiting for? Visit your nearest roadside CAF or underpass and sign up today. After using Deadfast, you'll wonder how you ever lived without rotting animals with parcels strapped to them being thrown at your house. Is this actually real? Who on earth commissioned this? Can I speak to... What is this monster you created?
0: Shall shall we make a start? (laughs)
1: Some sort of horrendous sample base monstrosity with the, generic beat, sort of monstrosity with the sam- generic beat. Some sort of horrendous sample-based monstrosity with horrendous sample-generic beat. Some sort of horrendous sample-based monstrosity with the generic beat. Under. Some sort of horrendous sample-based monstrosity with the generic beat. Under.
0: Welcome back to our regularly scheduled programming, bringing back your favourite segments, such as swiping mcdoodads, one second songs, and answering listener questions in the correct order for once.
1: (laughs) Are you sure we're going to do that? Probably not. I'm Sam. And I'm Alex. And today we will not be throwing dead pigeons through your door or window or other orifices of your house
0: yes houses have orifice they're referred to commonly as orifices please enter through I, I, my I, door orifice
1: <laughs> the square orifice in my room seems to be dirty i need some sort of personage with a big long broom to come along and scrub it from the outside
0: squeegee it <laughs> please squeegee my rectangle <laughs> <laughs> shammy my orifice ah can we call that the episode title shammy my orifice
1: sure why not What the fuck first not? two
0: minutes and we've already struck <laughs> the episode title. God, we might get content flagged not content flagged, but like you can't use the word orifice in that manner like yeah,
1: not we're con- not we're not a channel for kids kids
0: yeah specifically it is not for kids if you're a kid and you're watching this your parents have failed or they're really cool we don't know in any case welcome this week has been a week hasn't it with well, last week we lost uh, a national treasure or legend or something. And, and also Prince Philip died.
1: Yeah, both of them had their problematic moments.
0: Oh, yeah, very much so. Now... But DMX will always have that song. <laughs> what? What? I did do some like listening and research. He wasn't a good boy. He was not a good Nor was Prince Philip. He's... He wasn't a good boy either. They were both kind of problematic in their own way but mm. now they're dead and that is a thing that's happened
1: on our day of recording i think it's today that we have a, a minute silence because it's, it's philip's funeral
0: i'm going to do a minute's very loud screaming out the window we should not celebrate racists at any point i think people should just do a minute's what what jesus fix it
1: in post yeah, there's a lot of people in history you just go well well we're not going to celebrate them anymore which is arguably a good thing in some situations well
0: didn't they throw that racist uh statue in bristol, bristol. there you go bristol they chucked the historically racist man statue into the what's that river seven no that's not true at all that's up my way so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the uh, confusingly the, the Dnieper.
0: but speaking of gammon pubs are sort of open again, which is just great. Let's
1: let's concentrate the gammon. Yeah,
0: you've got to compress that gammon into a pear-shaped tin and add water.
1: (laughs) Now we've more added water. But then if you look at it in profile, it's very thin, like a mat.
0: So it's like a big pear-shaped mat. Delicious mat ham. (laughs) For your feet's sake, get a mat ham. Also, shops have opened, which is kind of hilarious that people are queuing en masse outside places like Foot Locker, as if it were... (laughs) mcdonald's or celebrity signing thing did people seriously go from december to now without buying any shoes at all like like, just imagine they are all got like worn away burlap sacks tied to their feet and just say, like, I can't wait to get to Foot Locker today, Jesus.
1: They're just a pair of uh, empty uh, tissue boxes just shoehorned on to their feet.
0: I don't know, I've since got used to shopping for clothes online, you know. Nothing is going to compare to that sweet, sweet pigeon flying straight into my window.
1: Maybe some sort of large vole.
0: Voles are not very large. <laughs> Unless they were badly taxidermied, of course.
1: yeah science found a way it's overstuffed like a really fancy oreo or something (laughs)
0: like that is it a sea lion (laughs) the
1: fucking walrus walrus
0: absolute unit that's been overstuffed
1: so uh talking about wet effects units (laughs) that's dangerous that is (laughs) don't get your chamois near that um
0: this is the worst segue ever
1: I've, i've really gone blank sorry i can't think of a good segue
0: hit us with that next question alex
1: any Anyplop, because that's an original and actual name, asks voices to be modified at random times by a guitar effect pedal. What effect would be the worst and why?
0: Probably a, a big muff slash fuzz, not because of the funny name, just because with its gain on max, it would just really destroy the nuance of a heartfelt monologue if your voice suddenly sound like tearing Velcro in the middle of your wedding speech. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. And either that or that one that randomly alters the pitch of your voice up or down because you'd sound like a possessed adolescent. <laughs> like a, like a, uh,
1: some sort of pitch shifter, like a, a whammy. I'd think um, a good old uh, tremolo would be probably the worst thing to have on your actual voice because it would just cut out your voice like you're on a bad call on Zoom or something. <laughs> so can you say that again?
0: No, I can't say that again. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'd just be like the worst thing to experience. Like, am I insane? Is this person speaking properly?
0: To be honest, all effects pedals sound cool in the right context. So maybe it would be a benefit, but he says that it will be modified at random times so it's not as Mm. if you could control it imagine being a stand-up comedian or something or doing this podcast jeez yeah
1: it's no kazoo through a um wah-wah pedal
0: (laughs) i can't even imagine what that would sound like horrible (laughs) interesting art
1: art is hard of course there is of course there's videos for it people putting kazoos into things (laughs)
0: No, sir. I didn't like it. Save my horse. (laughs) Ren and Stimpy, what a mental show that was. (laughs) I guess if you saw, like, an anthropomorphic... Is it a chihuahua and a cat in the street? You'd be surprised. Which leads me to my Local News for Local People news segment for today. Local news for local people. The headline from The Scotsman.
1: It's a local publication for
0: you. Even though it was based in Nottingham. Adorable penguin picked up by police after roaming UK streets in the middle of the night. Not the first thing you would think of when a wild animal escapes in the UK is penguin. (laughs) And not once did they use in this article the joke pick up a penguin, which I think is criminal. (laughs) They didn't even do it. How
1: could they not? I mean, how could they not?
0: The article reads, This is the bizarre moment police rescued a runaway penguin after spotting it waddling along a village street. The Humboldt penguin had escaped from a local farm and wildlife centre and wandered a mile from home before cops came across it in Broxtowe, Nottinghamshire. The police shared amusing snaps of the penguin waddling up to the bemused officers in the early hours of Sunday, August 9th. PC Gareth Philip. That's how I've got to do his accent now. I've committed shit.
1: Gareth Philip.
0: We were very surprised when we came across a penguin on our shift. We see some very interesting... I'm going to stop doing the accent. Now it's very distracting. (laughs) We see some very interesting things while out on patrol. But a penguin walking up the middle of the road has to be one of the more bizarre findings we have come across. We nicknamed him Popo. Popo. Do you get it? He posed for some pictures with us. Did he? (laughs) Did you force him to? He's probably trying to fuck off. run. He was in the middle of his escape. I don't think he was...
1: These look great on my Insta. <laughs>
0: he was then safely returned home.
1: I'm hoping that that wasn't that wasn't a penguin farm that he was going back
0: to. No, it was. Uh, it doesn't say what the name of the wildlife reserve, but I think it's a place where people go to go. Oh, look at this idiot! We've put you in a cage. Now we're <laughs> going to look at you. Oh, uh, great! So this made me think about other animals that may have escaped in Nottinghamshire. Surprisingly, bit thin on the ground with that, other than really horrible ones like right pack of 16 wild dogs maul sheep for instance was one of them i think like nobody wants to hear about that
1: how do you know 16
0: because that's how many dogs escaped
1: it's not someone counted them quickly (laughs) oh
0: they're mauling all those (laughs) sheep
1: quick count them. they
0: they were actually counting sheep to try and go to sleep but then the sheep got destroyed by the dogs oh now i'll count these then instead and then they were wide (laughs) awake
1: (laughs) i'm terrified
0: (laughs) this is completely counterproductive to what i wanted to happen
1: this is the most intense night's sleep i've ever had
0: (laughs) but in the west midlands a flamingo escaped almost exactly a year ago. The exotic bird, which is usually native to uh, Africa and South America, really, was filmed causing havoc in the middle of Dudley on Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. Here's a poorly recorded slash edited video
1: Flamingo, flamingo! No way!
0: Yo, dude! No way! No way. No. Flamingo? Oh, we going to get them yes we understand it's a flamingo shut the fuck up and stop filming vertically you dick i wouldn't say it caused havoc it looked like it was just walking around a bit this is actually more interesting as to how it escaped bizarrely the animal had been blown by a gust of wind and carried outside of its enclosure at dudley zoo mama three kaylee of dudley said I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw it flapping about in the street. It looks like even the animals at the zoo are sick of isolation. For all those of Dudley, I apologise for my friend's idiocy. (laughs) I know not what I do. A spokesperson for Dudley Zoo said, we are pleased to confirm that the flamingo suffered no ill effects and is happily eating her breakfast this morning.
1: Yeah, I I don't think a flamingo is really capable of much apart from sort of standing around and being a bit bit of a spectacle for people. And
0: being randomly blown out of their enclosure, apparently. (laughs)
1: Last time I saw uh, an enclosure containing... um flamingos i don't know why i'm having such a hard time remembering the word flamingo they had a net above them there's a bird that can fly you think <laughs> you, it makes sense to keep them in a netted enclosure
0: apparently the their wings had been clipped or something barbaric so they couldn't actually fly properly and was like oh good mm. i'm so glad you've returned it safely to that place why can't we have nice things why can't that just be a wholesome story about a flamingo that it actually escaped and is now living in the maldives it doesn't
1: have a passport.
0: I'm a bird. I don't care. <laughs> You're not coming in without a passport. What's your local shit that you've got this week then?
1: More random shit that has been people are trying to sell.
0: Ah, uh, good. A, a welcome return to Facebook swiping mcdoodads.
1: So, first one. For reasons unknown, someone is selling a knife sharpener. No longer needed because apparently they have no more knives anymore. Or they're not allowed, you never know. You always
0: need a knife sharpener. You always have knives. There's
1: a whole two pounds that's a, a whole two pounds
0: that's a weird knife sharpener i've not seen one like that before i i was thinking of a shing, 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 shing thing like that just looks it's like got... a, i don't know some kind of device for fingernail torture or something
1: you see the two v's it's got the little uh rings that you can run the knife through that they, they do a job of sorts but it look, clearly looks like it's used
0: it's very used that's the sort of thing you just give away to a friend or a family member you wouldn't try to sell it It looks like uh, the darkest timeline toothbrush. That's what people will be using (laughs) in the darkest timeline. (laughs) Got to sharpen my teeth. File them down. I'm
1: going to make sure that I can tear out someone's throat at a moment's notice.
0: File it down like uh, Christopher Walken's character in Sleepy Hollow, the headless horseman. He filed his teeth down to sharp points to appear more fearsome because a giant guy on a horse swinging a massive sword at you isn't fearsome enough, apparently.
1: (laughs) Don't worry about the horse or the fact that he's... (laughs) got a fucking sword it's his fucking (laughs)
0: teeth look at the (laughs) teeth
1: look at the bones okay the the next one is guess what this is treatment curls (laughs) only used a few times 10 pounds
0: treatment curls i've got a good idea about what they might be my imagination is going in a sort of trepanning thing where the curls go inside the holes that they put inside your head to stop the crazy voices or treatment curls could be a new cereal Treatment curls. Treatment curls. Feeling sad, the overbearing weight of existence getting you down. Try treatment curls, now with milk included. So it's just a Ziploc <laughs> bag of.
1: You're just going to dip your hands in it in the morning and, it, and all of your bad feelings will go away.
0: <laughs> but they could be something to do with hair. I'm guessing it's another hair yeah. thing. So...
1: It is another hair thing. It's just a pair of curling tongs. Tressa, body aesthetic <laughs> crunch <laughs> i've got a crunchy body and uh no context this cake
0: oh oh, oh there's so, a lot going on like i saw the, the tra- <laughs> there is a lot
1: so an airsoft cake with edible photo, <laughs>
0: edible photo.
1: <laughs> so can, uh, can i just buy this cake of someone else playing airsoft cheers
0: <laughs> yeah you know my brother would like that he's into airsoft and he would probably get the appeal so that's more art installation for the demented than cake, isn't it really? <laughs> so <laughs>
1: Art is hard.
0: Art is hard. That's why they're trying to palm it off to someone else. (laughs) I don't want this in my house anymore. It's cursed. (laughs) It
1: Keeps on moving around on its own.
0: (laughs) Keeps shooting BBs at me. Can't fucking believe this.
1: Everyone stop getting shot.
0: (laughs) That was a wonderful (laughs) selection of Swipey McDoodads this week, Alex. Top form, sir.
1: I think it's the cake. I'm just like, why? Why are you selling this? Is this your flex? High buy, sell group. Look at my cake. Isn't it great?
0: They can put a lot of time into it, even though it is horrible to look at it still took a lot of time to do (laughs) so i i uh, I figured it out it was a cake that they made on commission for someone they didn't like it so instead of making it go to waste they're just gonna give it to someone else how ungrateful it was the person that said nah mate bollock it's like oh don't worry i've just put 20 hours into making it fuck me i guess Uh, yeah
1: yeah don't don't worry the fact i had to cut out the word fucking airsoft out of Bloody fondant, so you can have it on a stupid fucking cake. Fucking like airbrushed a camo print on the actual cake proper.
0: This person looks like they make genuinely good cakes for a living. Got asked to make this bullshit cake, S- was stuck with the bullshit <laughs> cake, and it's just gonna haunt their dreams forever anyway, even when it finally rots into nothing. If it's local, you're gonna find it in a bin or upside down on the ground somewhere because nobody wanted it. <laughs> ground! I'm an adult with an airsoft <laughs> cake for some reason. Since the dawn of time, people have been making silly shit that other people do not want and with time as a factor or an element in anything our next question from zam is going back as far as you can or as time permits what led you to be answering this question now he he supplied this minutes before we started recording so we had no time to prepare an answer so this is going to be fun
1: i guess a series of unfortunate events that led me to being in this room talking to you and having to fucking try and answer this question <laughs> that's what's led me to try and answer this fucking question
0: the big bang i guess because you know not the one my parents did but the one that is widely accepted to have created everything So
1: dude i want to think about that
0: no no oh god please get the mind bleach get the treatment curls put them yeah. into my brain <laughs> screw
1: them into my my frontal cortex
0: (laughs) like how far back do you go i went all the way back to the beginning of time and space and everything in the short term you know we read your question that's what made us answer (laughs) this question like my prompting did it or me waking up did it me doing a shit this morning might have sort of helped me think about what i needed to do like
1: if we're going to go back to as far as far as you can or as time permits and yeah it's the whole creation of our universe and everything that is in it is how we eventually got to the point we're answering this question even though we're not answering this question because it's not a question
0: it's more of a thought-provoking statement
1: packaged as a cryptic metaphor <laughs>
0: seriously think this is fucking fair <laughs> yes but it's been dressed up as a question but there's very much a i want you to think about this
1: think about this pig in a dress of a question <laughs> i guess best I we can both agree on it's the the shit we took this morning led us to being here
0: yep it was a brief shit but it, for me anyway but it was a shit.
1: It tumbled out of you like a can of pop coming out of a vending machine.
0: <laughs> it does sound horrific. Like, is it even going to make... It? I'm talking about the can of pop, not my turd. Is it going to make it down the chute without exploding?
1: Inexplicably, you have, to, you have to slot coins into yourself to take a shit.
0: My fiance, she called gambling slotting. <laughs> <laughs> You're a nice. slot addict. Aren't you? <laughs> so on a,
1: on a good night out, uh, after prinking, you go for some slotting. All right, we are gathered here today to do what's that song one second edition. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: <coughs> so, track one. Oh
0: god, that was so loud. <laughs> it was just <laughs> the original. The original not that...
1: <laughs> yeah, the original's not that loud. I had to turn it up because it's like, what?
0: That just sounds like like somebody landing arse first onto a massive timpani drum. What the fuck? (laughs) uh, It uh, it almost sounds like the opening bit to Right Here, Right Now by Fatboy Slim, but it's probably not that.
1: No, it's not. In
0: which case, I have no fucking idea. (laughs) (laughs) Should we move on? We'll
1: come back to it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I sort of recognize that. Can I have it again? Oh, That sounds like Deftones, but yeah, I uh, God, right. Judging by how down tuned the fucking guitars are, it's pretty much anything <laughs> after White Pony. So, um, oh, is it Off Gore? No. Uh, oh God, that's uh, shit. Oh, I should know this because I really do like Deftones. I promise. Oh man, two 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 failures in a row. Come on, Sam. What's what's wrong with you? I'm mean, I allowed it a third time. I think i have always got it no i've not got it i don't know you <laughs> <laughs> thought about it i really wanted it to plop into my brain and then back out my brain but no next what the fuck is the name of this song is it error
1: error yes, it by is. Death
0: Tones. yes yes <laughs>
1: That's a really splatty sounding bit of uh distortion, fuzz or whatever. Yeah. Alright, so you, yeah, number four.
0: Yeah, again please? I don't recognise this at all. Well, I'm now learning something about Deftones, which their intros are really fucking obtuse.
1: This one takes forever to go in, to actually start properly as well. So like even 10 seconds of it, it's like, it's basically the same thing.
0: Uh, can i have a vowel carol what album's it off come on just give me that <laughs> i'm cheating now i'm making the rules <laughs> i'm doing so uh, badly I... throw me a bone <laughs> like...
1: <sighs> Throw me a freaking bone here bear with me i think it i think it's off coin or can
0: right okay so rosemary nope. um, no no well, then i don't know <laughs> not even the album gave me the clue like <laughs> no nope. uh, okay Thought fucking terrible, terrible round this week, Crikey. Right?
1: You were very close in terms of track
0: order. Oh, bloody hell. Anyway, next. Lucky you. Yeah. See, I knew. I... Sometimes they have nice intros that are forgiving to me, and sometimes it's just like. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> Moving swiftly on
0: oh come on (laughs) that just sounds like unplugged feedback that could be oh actually i know it is it mascara
1: it is
0: (laughs) i surprised myself then actually i was like oh wait i know that song it's like a little tickle in the back of my brain like a some Mm. kind of Fire ant that got in there from the other week.
1: Tiny bit of lava, tiny bit of fire ant.
0: So not terrible. So, I got three.
1: First one, this is passenger. Yeah, I wouldn't have got it <laughs> because it's like I don't remember that first one, Second, I remember the bit that's like here. Next one, uh, command control. I can't get, I can't get on my phone the next one that you, yeah, as I said, you were one song early, Goon Squad. Just goes on. I know, Just but
0: Rosemary segues into it and so therefore has <laughs> similar noises in it. And I think that's, I really like Goon Squad. It does take forever to get into it, but it's a, it slaps. So.
1: yeah yeah so you did get you got three fifty percent.
0: Uh, well that's average and that's good enough for me that's just about one a pool game by only sinking one ball not getting seven board <laughs> oh, no <laughs> no no not one but there's this whole thing isn't it if you get seven boards you have to do some stupid forfeit you know, and and i always make sure that i at least sink one of mine so i don't get seven board, and i consider that a win because <laughs> that's how shit i am at
1: competitive sports it's the i didn't lose as badly as i could mm. kind of victory it's- good effort <laughs> open
0: the card well done well done full stop <laughs> some context i work for a printing company and we do some printing for a couple of the high schools around and one of them was like loads of these leaving cards like the graduation and it's just had the logo on the front and inside it just said well done nothing else nothing else <laughs> it didn't have a full stop that would be great but it just
1: <laughs> <laughs> just opened it up it says bye just, just a black
0: dot uh. Good good enough, uh, good enough. You're going to have to do that again. <laughs> I was just talking about how I was going to talk about talking into the story time that I have. I know sometimes with our humour, we can be a little bit esoteric and alienating. That's the whole point of the podcast, so well done for tuning in. But what I don't so much enjoy is alienating my co-host, which I thought I did with last time's story time because it was from so far away. You're just like, yep, this is a story and it's got amusing elements. So this story time... I have brought along something that we can both get involved in. Just doing a shit. It's about Rye, East Sussex. The, the best of times and the blurst of times that we had. This is more of a series of vignettes. Now, those not in the know, if you've been living under a rock for the past, however old you are, years. Rye is a lovely little town in East Sussex, which sports cobbled streets, historic buildings and an unusual topography. It has modest amenities, such as a train station and the sludgeons.
1: For all your slime.
0: (laughs) But it sports many, many bars and pubs. It's around 20 now. Mm. 20. Considering the size of the town as well, it's not the biggest town. And it's just, it's so stuffed. It's so overstuffed with pubs and bars. I guess
1: you've got to do something with yourself while you're there.
0: Only the Brave have really attempted the full one though. And it definitely isn't for the faint-hearted or the... Lily-livered.
1: Help, my liver's
0: full of lilies. (laughs) Oh, God, just bursting with flora. (laughs) So that's what ruptured my spleen. It just went up.
1: complications due to lily liver i'm
0: going to take a a, a, wee, a wee dram of my this is a full liter of vimto wow. diluted obviously
1: concentrated for extra vigor it, it oozes out like a syrup <laughs> just
0: like leaking out of my pores <laughs> next to my eye for some reason
1: till you cry blood.
0: Blood. <laughs> blood so for me i started hanging out in rye about 2005 because that's when one of my mates bought a house there and the housewarming party was off the chain. But I'm not going to talk about that because that will take 20 minutes on its own. So going on from there, a few other social hubs had opened up, namely pubs, bars and other people's houses. With that in mind, we're now going to talk about a few highlights from going out and indeed staying in, in Rye. So shall we start with summer 2005, shortly after the housewarming party that I just mentioned. The ever charismatic and musically talented Rickamar played an amazing set with several different lineups at the late Shawnee Loves place. He was on top form, whipping the modest crowd into frenzy at points. It was very, very, very fun to watch. I mean, it did piss it down, but no one seemed to mind because we were all like jumping around. They did some sit-over-down covers. It was just... Just amazing. Like, now, as for Shawnee Love, he is relatively well known in Hastings and Rye. He has curated several bands, including the Love Brothers, and there's some other ones that I can't remember the name of. Unfortunately, he passed away a few years ago from meningitis. But now, Rick, Rick oh. Rickamar has helped curate a Shawnee Love Fest that they do every year to raise money for meningitis charities, which I think is fucking mm. amazing. That's how we, Shawnee Love will live on. You've met Rickamar, haven't you? So,
1: yeah, it was one of the fireworks nights, I think. You know, the quality of the woman by the colour of her hair. Yes.
0: Yeah, was it stay away from the blue-haired ones or the pink-haired ones?
1: <laughs> Sage words if anyone had them, but I can't remember what the, what the the moral of the story was.
0: In summer 2007, my mate moved to Rye. We used to have all-night parties at his or parties which would end up at his and crash at his. And his flat overlooked like a good portion of the high street and you could see down to the wreck as well from just about where he lived. just had a really nice overview of everything. Yeah, that was a neat little flat. It was just, it kind of gets got turned into a bit of a flop house after <laughs> a while like <laughs> you just end up looking horrible just because everyone goes around their drinks and doesn't treat it with respect which i think is really rude actually
1: even if it is like yeah just come around it's my place your place mm. but yeah you should at least treat other people's places with with some respect
0: yeah with the whole my place your place things like people that if they treat your place like shit, it's like wow you have no respect for your own property then do you? I
1: never want to go to your house it's going to be disgusting
0: i went to a woodland rave in summer 2007 sort of between rye and Aiden. We we're waiting for a text message to tell us the exact location because it was an illegal rave and you can't just tell people <laughs> and it would just get shut down immediately but i remember standing around yeah. for about 40 minutes going what the fuck is going on what is the point of doing this and then suddenly we got told and it was actually really fun like it was quite small they had a few tapestries up as they do and like someone was selling cans of fosters for like dirt cheap i had a really good time i realized i could (laughs) carry on a conversation with someone who's high and be on a similar level to them which was pretty neat i guess because i didn't do drugs back then at least (laughs) the most famous thing that everybody knows rye for who's been to rye is the fireworks night it's very well renowned for having like a really long parade that goes all the way down the streets like the streets are very snaking and they sort of go all the way down to the that takes about half an hour, I think, the parade in total. They mm. build a giant bonfire out of pallets. It's usually shaped like a pirate ship and it's got like random explosives in there and stuff.
1: Because why the fuck not?
0: And like you'd you be standing 50 meters away, no joke, and you can still feel the heat on your face. It's mental. It's like,
1: it's an impressive fire for one, but yeah, that, the heat you feel off of it, it's like, whoa.
0: Yeah, I believe that we went to the 2012 one, or maybe it was 2011. It was around that time anyway. And that's when we met. Rick Amar and he was just chatting shit. It just was highly amusing, I guess. That's what I remember now. He came out of nowhere, started talking to us as if we were already in a conversation with him, carried on for about five (laughs) minutes and then left again. It was like we just had a slice of monologue.
1: What is this soliloquy? Why is it happening in front of us?
0: And also, we went to see Opeth the following day, uh, their heritage tour, I think it was. I think I should probably mention Pete and John's house. I don't know if you ever went there, actually, (laughs) but you've only ever heard of this mysterious locale was that
1: the place that's made mostly of like plywood
0: made of plywood probably it was a really nice cottage
1: oh no no i'm i'm, I'm thinking of another place that's sort of it's quite vertical but it until recently was very run down looking and it's kind of just like patched over with plywood and oh, stuff Oh God,
0: no definitely not that place this was a quaint little cottage that somehow these two miscreants got their hands on and <laughs> that housewarming party i mentioned in 2005 that didn't end until they moved out in 2012. That's pretty much how long it went on for. (laughs) Jeez. Like, it was a go-to for partying, crashing out, destroying stuff, general debauchery and havoc, really. It was just... People would go there just to completely not give a shit and do whatever the fuck they liked, for, for better or worse. But... My fondest memory isn't part of the destruction or anything. It was uh, my friend Sarah and I established a Team Awesome, we called it, after listening to Nine Inch Nails for six hours until it, the sun came up. And I was drinking beers, but I was drinking so slowly that I ended up drinking myself sober. Mm. And it was just it just enough. The sugar in the beer kept me awake and kept me chatty. Like Conversation came so easily and it wasn't stilted. There were no awkward silences. It was just a really... Sort of a magical evening, and just it was good to bond with someone I didn't really know it before that. And then we're like, Yeah, Team mm. Awesome! Now we established the rules of Team Awesome, there can only be two. In order for someone else to join Team Awesome, one of us has to die or maybe be killed by the <laughs> successor. Highlander style, exactly that. As I said before, I never did drugs as a teenager because all my mates made it look crap because they always used to just do too much and then just like, Oh, mm. look, now you're fucking up. I'm like, Well, with alcohol, I know where I stand, so I'm just. Uh, no thank you but no thank you but i think after university as i spoke about before i was kind of like a bit sad that my career wasn't really going anywhere and i was just like, uh. so i spent a lot of time in rye and of course mm. you know being there part and parts of it they always had some kind of chemicals there eat some chemicals i used to tell it was always free as well so nice, new nice. year's eve 2010 was a kind of a what, what are you fucking doing sam type thing because just did everything like it was, whatever was there i just did pretty much and yeah. most of that was amphetamines which are terrible i don't like them they're good for if you just want to do one mindless task for hours <laughs> yeah
1: if you, if you want to clean your house do speed <laughs>
0: exactly. with, with new year's eve we went out and was chatting to people and uh, i was chatting to this one girl and I think she misunderstood my, I'm really fucked and I'm just in a really super endorphin chatty mood to, I'm attracted to you. That's why I'm talking to you. And that got a bit awkward. <laughs> it was the drugs. It wasn't me. Bad, bad, not good. Yeah. We yeah. were supposed to go swimming. Well, not swimming, just run into the sea, basically, march into the sea.
1: Yeah, that's going to work, uh, isn't but it? But
0: I was like, I was coming down so hard at that point. I was like, I don't want to do anything. Like, I just want to go home. I couldn't even sleep because my heart was beating my ears. I was having closed-eye visuals that were just nightmarish. And I was like, I'm never doing this again. Never. And I never have. It's trash. It is utter trash. Do not...
1: This is not an endorsement.
0: (laughs) It's fucking... It's crap. You can spend your money on something better. It's like cocaine is... It's too much money for very little reward, you know. It's, I don't get it. <laughs> it's not for me.
1: Rich man's drugs. It's
0: buying champagne that's 600 quid a bottle when the 30 quid bottle will get you just as drunk. You're just doing it as a status symbol, isn't it?
1: For some bizarre reason in the past, people were, thought that the, uh, the carbonation in things like champagne were undesirable. Yeah. And so they would. So you've seen like the sort of. The... <laughs> Easy. You ever seen those sort of champagne glasses that are big and wide? They'd have a little tool, like a little whisk, to get rid of the bubbles. So people used to drink flat champagne and think that was good.
0: People were idiots.
1: We now see the, the benefit of it in that the bubbles sort of help with the smell and whatever. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's just it's just a thing that happens because of the process. Anyway, don't buy 600 quid bottles of just champagne. don't
0: do it. So in February 2011, a few of us dressed up in drag and scared the locals which was great fun i remember going into the standard inn and it was like the old west the only, the only thing that missing was a piano player that stopped playing piano <laughs> to yeah i look i look like someone out of motley crew that, that had gone wrong or something
1: yeah it was it, it, yeah you look more like dd Dee Dee snyder than uh someone in drag D-
0: did you call him dd snyder is that
1: a crossover from dexter's lab yeah no you know who i mean twisted sister
0: yeah my brother worked at several bars in rye during his time when he was living there chiefly bailey's and the eeps or wipers in
1: yeah the locals call it wipers
0: it was actually at the former that he created the coveted cocktail kermit's cum that is pretty much exactly what you're imagining bright green bit gloopy very sweet but there was some contention when a rival pub essentially plagiarized it and called it something slightly different but it had exactly the same ingredients in it at the same measure and it's just like you couldn't have accidentally created exactly the same Drink in the same town this time of year.
1: Localised entirely within your kitchen.
0: I think my brother just let it go and just let them have it. At the Wipers, I used to stay in lock-ins with him and we used to get drunk and play (laughs) loads of card games and stuff. It was really good. Just before he went to New Zealand in 2012, I think it was. We just spent the entire fucking week just going out and staying in and just doing stuff. It was super fun.
1: You both went out and stayed in.
0: So I stayed at his house Mm. and then we also went out. Both of us, not we, both. Stop twisting my words!
1: You you leave the house as I enter the house. <laughs> and then we just and do... then never the two shall we meet. we just
0: do that forever. He sort of broke in to <laughs> his house uh, after they somehow locked their keys indoors. I mean, what idiot locks their keys inside their house? I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, what idiot has to break into his own house?
0: <laughs> he was drunk as well. did it. He obviously survived because I would be talking about yeah. it in such a jaunty manner if he. Yeah,
1: and then his hip, his pelvis shattered to 10,000 pieces and he was never able to walk again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have also spent some good times with Ziggy, you know, that time when we went to see Medusa at the pipes and Ziggy st- scaled the drain pipe to the queen's head so we could get the attention of the people that were inside, like staying on the floor above. Which again, Ziggy yeah. seems to do these things when he's really fucked and it's really ill advised. <laughs> even when you're sober it's like i will do the stunt i'm doing the stunt <laughs> let me risk my life because reasons everyone in that party had been well not it wasn't a party it was in that room had been uh doing a different kind of partying that night and they're all quite chilled out and uh, we just come in and go bah look at us we're all cool we're very <laughs> hyper for some reason you will never know why <laughs> we destroyed their vibe a little bit so we left
1: <laughs> we are far too intense for this time <laughs> of the evening. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was quite late because when we walked back to Ziggy's, the sun was coming up. We got back to his and just had like a really good conversation. And then I just drifted off on the sofa. And then we went to Canberra the next day. That was brilliant. You and I...
1: Seen deleted. You and I,
0: we stayed at his for a while whilst he went to work. Then we went to get some breakfast. Mm. Oh, I
1: think I remember that. And we both were just like...
0: Yeah, we felt <laughs> horrible. Then we... Yeah. Then... Ziggy finished at like midday, it picked him up from work, and then we drove to Canberra. The most bizarre picture I've got for some reason <laughs> is actually of you tee posing <laughs> It's completely by accident. <laughs> it's...
1: Oops. Before it was cool. You were Before it wasn't cool again.
0: Finally, you may... You may be glad to hear this is the last, the last one. The (laughs) Halloween birthday-mas. Everyone was partying at the wipers and then didn't you have like a fucking horrible long day and you drove to Rye and you just just didn't want to.
1: I was very much over that day already because, yeah, I had to travel back from work or something. It was bullshit. And it was like, okay, you're gonna be social now. Uh, So
0: you put a frog head mask. Was it a frog?
1: It could have been one of them masks which are really unsuitable to be worn for more than about 10 minutes. Yeah,
0: like, I want to drink my beer now. No, you cannot drink your beer now. Oh, <laughs> hell.
1: Did you want the sweatiest face imaginable? But
0: I was dressed as a zombie, I believe, and I had, like, fake blood pouring down my chin, I think. I did, did quite a good job, but I remember picking <laughs> a up from her house and her mum thinking that a serial killer had just pulled up because <laughs> it was just a guy <laughs> covered in blood, like, just...
1: <laughs> just cash yeah just you know this is what i'm doing
0: like all good things it ended at Ryan napa which is club horizon in right. is the worst excuse for a nightclub you've ever seen in your life seen very much deleted from there because i was too drunk i just remember being outside for some reason and waiting for my brother and his friends to t- yeah
1: I'm, I'm glad i didn't go to Ryan napa oh,
0: it's, it's just you're not missing out on anything i think it might have been closed down now because it was a shit nightclub the only reason anyone went there is because <laughs> it was the only nightclub <laughs> the
1: only nightclub.
0: so yeah yeah there we go that's um choice cuts of stories from rye rye is very picturesque it has a lot of interesting topography as i mentioned like it's very hilly i suppose that kind of links to what oily has decided to ask this week which is is the angle relationship between he meant to put I think he meant to put Between But he's put be- This is terrible He's very bad at taking tech- Bean
1: two. <laughs>
0: right What he actually <laughs> Is tried to ask I believe Is the angle relationship Between two humpback camels And the Andes mountains I can't even say It's such a fucking Wait Starch <laughs> masks <laughs> I'm going to word it In a way that makes sense Is the angle relationship Between two humpback camels And the Andes mountains Ethical Fucking hell I think he's, is, is,
1: is, I think he's asking about Camels that have two humps not humpbacks well it was, it was certainly a, a difficult question because of how it's written what are the ethics of a mountain i don't know or mountain range in this case because the andes are a range of mountains
0: go to the range pick up your stationery. oh wait that's the wrong range i miss staples anyway <laughs> <laughs> you want it we're out stock because we've gone into administration <laughs> sorry
1: <laughs> you want to go somewhere else
0: <laughs> i i'm not defending the clumsiness of this question but I did badger him at eight in the morning for it and he'd not had his coffee yet. And I was like, brilliant, you're sleepy. Mm. Ask a question. First thing that comes to your head. And unfortunately, this is what rattles around his head at eight o'clock in the morning. So,
1: <laughs> The ethics of a mountain and their relationship to camels. <laughs> but not camels with one hump, camels with two humps.
0: I have tried to approach this question with the same absurdity in which he had asked it, not in a clumsily constructed manner, but... (laughs) But you can try. Not only do I think it's ethical, but no coincidence. You see, ancient civilizations once believed that camels are fleshy versions of the Andes, manifested to spread joy to those who either can't scale the mountains or simply can't be asked. Camels used to be native to North America, I believe, so maybe their existence is for tourism purposes regarding South America? (laughs) in any case there's a reason why you don't see camels in the andes as that may be some kind of horrible universe destroying paradox if they're in the same place at the same time (laughs) i guess that would bring ethics into question maybe camel exports are actually outlawed into the andes who knows so there you go
1: (laughs) maybe maybe let me let me hot take this here maybe so camels are produced by aliens because reasons they decide to take a horse or something and go. Let's put some. Let's put some spiky boys on the on, on its back. So, and to to lean into the whole. You don't want them anywhere near the Andes because if you turn them upside down and put them into the Andes, they'll flash, make a little noise, and then disappear. That's where. Uh, what's his face got this um, idea for the game Tetris?
0: Oh wow! So this goes. So there's actually a link back to Tetris with this as well. Yeah. Bloody hell! Like, that-
1: so so realistically everything is aliens and
0: yeah and tetris
1: Tetris, and it would be immoral to put a a camel anywhere near the andes
0: because it would just delete it (laughs) and therefore you're taking a camel's life or the mountains just a segment of the andes
1: just disappears entirely you you could argue that all physical matter has some experience of the the physical world so you could kind of say that a mountain is conscious in some way so you're damaging a conscious creature, being, thing. I'm a conscious being. I'm a conscious being, and so is my wife.
0: <laughs> my future wife.
1: Future Mrs. Dr. Girlfriend.
0: Do- did you bring a knowledge along? And last week you somehow managed to stumble through...
1: Kalets, uh, kalets which are pretty good actually. I did eat them afterwards and they were
0: kind of crispy. Oh yeah, well there we go. That, that could I... be your knowledge thing. It's like your review of the Kalets that you said <laughs> at Easter. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, they're alright good effort five out of seven solid five out of seven i'll give them an, i'll give him a go again now, i haven't brought a specific uh, knowledge i've kind of tried to feed you um knowledge as we go i think
0: do you know what we're gonna outlaw that entire segment just get rid of it this will be the last time we will refer to alex's knowledge corner you're correct you you impart knowledge to our, our listeners just throughout and it's kind of interwoven like some sticks at a poorly made camp
1: the tarpaulin thrown but over it just
0: jam a tent inside negating the whole fucking point yeah. <laughs> so yeah this this is very much that but we've jammed a tent inside there's no point to the tent so we're going to get rid of the tent and just have the soggy ground
1: sleep on a nice thin mat made of pear ham
0: i love that pear ham
1: it's so warm and, and glistening <laughs> on my face
0: that's actually quite nice if you fry it if you cut off slices of it and fry it and we but eating it straight out of the can, it's just like afterbirth, basically.
1: It's disgusting. <laughs> it's like um, slicing up spam and giving it an old fry.
0: Uh, no, thinking about afterbirth, that just reminds me of, oh god, Sweet Sue's chicken in a can. Like absolute <laughs> abomination of culinary cancer. That is just even even the picture on the outside doesn't look very good, and then you open <laughs> it and it's just this anemic-looking fucking blob uh, encased in jelly which is apparently supposed to be gravy. You, no. Of all the things to put in a can, an entire chicken is not one of them.
1: And that's what you get for boiling a chicken in a can. <laughs> you get an anemic-looking, gelatinous blob chicken. <laughs> blob foul.
0: So I think we've padded out that segment enough to to move on <laughs> to our
1: final question, haven't we? Uh, talking about blobs, Tom asked the would you rather. Would you rather sit on a dick and eat cake or sit on a cake and eat a dick?
0: Oh, boy. See, this question... It perturbs me because in neither scenario would you actually be able to enjoy the cake, which is what I'm taking away from this. Is, you know, The dick is incidental. The cake is the thing you're there for. Sitting on mm. it would just make a massive mess and getting sodomized whilst eating it would be way too distracting. You wouldn't be able to enjoy it, especially if you don't like being sodomized, which I don't think I would like being sodomized. I've never been sodomized, but I don't want to be sodomized. That's my general thoughts on that. Maybe uh, I would sit on a cake and eat a dick-shaped cake, so I'm having cake in both orifices that would probably work that's the best of both worlds <laughs> fair enough
1: i think you can you can get to a reasonable compromise the whole sitting on a dick and eating cake day. both of you can have some enjoyment in some way so i'm sitting on a cake you're just ruining the cake who wants a who wants a sat on cake
0: yeah good point it just with your bum yeah. old hairs in it and stuff
1: <laughs> yeah ain't nobody got time for that
0: yeah I suppose you know just have some amyl nitrate lube yourself up and just sit on the dick and think of english <laughs> yes I, suppose, you know, I don't think either scenario is very nice, but that's the point of would-you-rathers,
1: I guess. And it, it, it doesn't specify that you need to be penetrated here.
0: Yeah, you just sit on the dick. You just, like, sit on it. Like, it's in. it could be flaccid and you're just sitting on the penis. That's a good point. I never really thought about that. That wouldn't be so bad. You'd just be squishing their balls, really. Balls, balls, balls. Ball,
1: ball, ball. I'm sure you could work out something, some arrangement. Everyone have a lovely time.
0: Does it depend on, on whose dick it is? Do you get to choose the person? Or is it just like this is stuntman A? Stuntcock! Stuntcock!
1: Stuntcock! You got the whole natural world collection of dicks. It does. It's not specific. Again, it doesn't have to be a person, does it? It could be. It could be like a whale dick, which is like six foot long. So it's more like you're sitting on a log.
0: <laughs> log?
1: It's better than bad. It's good.
0: It is. This has way more nuance to this question. The answer does than I really gave it thought. I just wanted to talk about cake. <laughs> I just saw the cake it's like give me cake cake goes in here dick doesn't go in here cake does yeah well there you go Tom that's uh, there are thoughts on that and speaking of thoughts on that that's pretty much it isn't it like we've, we've managed to do everything to the, this week you know in the right order for once as well which is fucking shocking <laughs> wow it? what we are spent <laughs> you know, groundbreaking first in our podcast we managed to do things in the right order
1: I know this may come as a shock to most people there is some form of order to this
0: anyway you can find us Ors of Adventure on YouTube and spotify for you know looking at our faces and and just listening to our voices which hopefully is just wonderful for you really i don't know really how i'm going with that i, I went off script <laughs> i went off script and suddenly i panicked i was like oh no It's off, <laughs> off script again if you head over to twitter at triple a underscore alex sam you will be rewarded maybe
1: you'll at least know when we take a shit
0: yes and why not use that platform to tweet us a question to feature hopefully on our next episode please like honestly thank you thank you for all the people that have submitted questions thus far even if they're people i know and have badgered into asking them thank you for actually providing it helps us just create interesting dialogue. If you're a regular watcher or listener of the show, you've seen some shit. <laughs> you understand <laughs> oh boy, what we're yeah. willing to do. What depths,
1: <laughs> what orifices we'll we'll shammy.
0: We'll shammy that orifice and go right down into the Marinara <laughs> Trench. That's how deep we're gonna go. We'll fight
1: Jeff boiled tea
0: and the spaghetti monster. The flying spaghetti monster's down there, apparently as well. Speaking of weird stuff that you can find in the depths of the internet, I have actually listened to somebody else's podcast other than our own and the ones that i mentioned last week the weirding hour or the weirding hour uh, they're far better researched in their topics than us there's no surprise there <laughs> really uh <laughs> they each bring a topic along to talk about and it's you know but they know how to take the piss out of themselves as well so it's, it's quite refreshing they also do a, have a craft segments where they're i guess when they were allowed to do it in the same room they would make something and then like post it on twitter what they made
1: so that they're not just uh, standing in a room and saying "light is a feather stiff as a board
0: <laughs> no not the craft <laughs> but <laughs> curiously enough there are three of them i don't think they're witches they might be witches who knows
1: are they witches or vegans
0: I think one of them is gluten-free. They've been going on since about last December, so they haven't yet done a Halloween episode, which I'm actually looking forward to when they do one, because that's right up their alley. <laughs> like, weird stuff. Their latest episode, which is the first one I listen to, is about uh, abandoned locations, which is actually really, really mm. interesting, because I really like that. And I've been talking to whomever does the uh, admin on the Twitter, just like, and I posted a picture of Oscar and uh, they called him straight up gorgeous. Oh, you charmers. You <laughs> absolute charmers. So, yeah, I'd recommend anyone who listens to this podcast that hasn't heard of The Weirding Hour, check them out. They're brilliant. So, anyway, that that is really it for now. Thank you for... Putting up with this again for another just shammy nonsense. <laughs> right, that's enough of our meandering guff, guff, guff plex.
1: So, until next time, take care. Take care. Some sort of horrendous amp face monstrosity with the generic bean dunder. Some sort of horrendous amp face monstrosity with the generic bean dunder.